Hi, I'm Tony Kramer with RDO Equipment Company. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Welcome back to another podcast. This is episode number 135, and today we are going to be talking about some Starfire receiver changes that are taking place. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many different podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to. It's on Apple's podcast app. We've got it on Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, as well as a few others. While you're out there, please drop us a review. We would love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter at RDO Tony K. Now with that, let's get back to the show. I am very excited to welcome back a guest that we had had on the show previously, uh, Mr. Brent Horner, who is a product specialist supervisor uh, for RDO Equipment here. Uh, thanks for joining us on the show again, Brent. Uh, to get started, you know, let's remind the uh, listeners, you know, who you are, where you come from, and kind of how you got involved in the industry and where you are today. Yeah, thanks for having me back, Tony. Just a little bit about myself. Uh, I've been uh, in the uh, ag industry here for about 12 years. I, I worked with a dealership in central Minnesota for a few years. I've been here with RDO Equipment for about 10 years, uh, working kind of in the same field. Most of my career has been in precision ag. Uh, so here at RDO Equipment, I'm a product specialist uh, working with all the technology and agriculture. Yeah, so coming out of college, you kind of dove right into the precision ag and uh, um, kind of went a, a few different places. And there you are out in uh, in the Bismarck area or Western North Dakota stores that uh, we refer to them as here at uh, RDO. And uh, as you stated, kind of the, the precision ag has been your path the whole time. So uh, definitely a, a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience around all of this. Uh, 12 years in the industry and, and seeing all these receivers come and go and, and the, the progression of everything. Uh, it's kind of kind of fun to talk about some of this stuff. Uh, the, the subject matter that uh, we're actually going to talk about here that I'm going to ask you a few questions on, Brent, is, is a little more serious. Um, it's not, uh, not super fun, but uh, we want to get this information out there. We want our listeners, uh, our, our local growers, and, and any farmer out there, we want you guys to know what's going on with the Starfire receiver changes. So uh, to get started, Brent, when are these changes happening? The changes that are going to happen, um, really there's an effective date of the 1st of February. It's really a pretty important change that's going to happen, as you said, and it's going to affect uh, all growers uh, that are using a Starfire receiver. Um, what's going to happen uh, on the 1st of February is there's going to be a change to how the Starfire network sends out its differential corrections to the receiver. Um, and what are the Starfire corrections? Uh, just to clear it up a little bit, um, when our Starfire receivers receive a, a signal, they'll be in a, a, a different accuracy level, either SF1, SF2, SF3, um, or RTK. Uh, so in order to get those that level of accuracy, we have to receive those differential corrections from the Starfire network. After the 1st of February, how that's broadcasted will be changed. And that is what is causing this change with the, the receivers moving forward is 
they need to be able to bring in those corrections in order to do anything, correct? Correct. So in order for one of our receivers uh, to auto track, uh, our, our regulation or our stipulation on auto track is that we have to be at a level above a WAS signal. So once we get past uh, the 1st of February, some of our receivers will only be capable of receiving a WAS signal. In that case, they won't be capable of auto tracking or automatically steering a machine down the field. Okay, so that brings me to my next question, Brent. You mentioned that all receivers, all Starfire receivers, will be affected by this change. Starting with kind of the older models, there I know there's still some of the old hi-hat Gen 2, the, the big old bubbles that some people call them. I know there's still some of those out there, and then I know there's also a big change with the ITCs. What's going to happen with those old receivers come February 1st? Yeah, so after the 1st of February, when that change takes place, those receivers uh, will no longer be able to receive the correction uh, from the Starfire network. So that means that they will only receive a WAS signal. In in that case, they won't be capable of auto track. They won't be able to be capable of steering a machine down the field. So they will still be able to receive a WAS signal. Uh, they may have a limited use, very limited use uh, for a speed source or uh, to document uh, some process, uh, but that documentation will also be at that lower accuracy level. So those receivers really essentially will be unusable after the 1st of February. Okay, and that was the question that uh, a lot of people ask is, you know, are they just going to turn off, power off, be done? And you kind of answered that question that, you know, maybe in a, a light bar situation with WAS signal or uh, uh, documenting or speed source, something like that, um, it will still be capable of doing some very limited, simple functions, correct? Absolutely. The, when you plug the receiver in, it'll still power up. Uh, it'll still uh, track satellites. Uh, it'll do all those functions. And the only thing you'll see is instead of getting that SF1, uh, SF2, or RTK signal, uh, you'll be stuck at that WAS signal level. Okay. So that being said, Gen 2 receivers, the Starfire ITC, make sure you get those taken care of. You make sure they, they get upgraded on your farm, your operation, uh, because essentially they will not be usable to auto track come the 2021 farming season here. Now, moving uh, forward a couple generations, Starfire 3000 and Starfire 6000. What's going to happen with these receivers come February 1st? Yeah, it's very important to talk about, Tony. We we have uh, some customers out there that think that only the Starfire uh, Gen 2 and the ITC receivers are being affected, but um, all models are going are to be affected in one way or another. So that Starfire 3000, Starfire 6000, uh, they will continue to work going forward, but uh, they will require a mandatory software, a software update done uh, to them before uh, use so that they can receive those differential corrections. So we need to get that software update done to, to position them to receive those differential corrections after that date. Is it the same software update for both of them, or how do we how do we know we've had that software update or we're on current software? So each one of them is going to have a different version uh, that they're going to go to. Um, as we've talked through this, uh, we always talk about making sure that your receiver is past the 20-2 software update. So just to expand on that a little bit, 
John Deere uh, has gone to a, a process of three software updates per year. So uh, in 2020, we had 20-1, which came out or in the March timeframe, 20-2, which was released in August, and then 20-3 uh, just came out here in December. So the 20-2 update and forward, so 20-3, uh, when 21-1 is released, all three of those uh, will have the latest uh, version for that Starfire 3000-6000. They are both a different version, um, but as long as you updated at least in August to that 20-2 version, um, you should be good to, to go for this spring. We've had a lot of questions related to, if I don't get it done before February 1st, am I in trouble? Um, the answer to that is no. It's, it's not dependent on being done before the 1st of February. Really, if you think about it, it needs to be done before you plan to use it or before operation. So you can update it now. You can update it February 1st. You can update it April 1st if that's the day you're going to start. Just remember, when you get to the field, you haven't, if you haven't updated, you won't have auto track. And what are the, the two versions of software that are going to be out there for the 3000 and 6000? You had mentioned the 20-2 the software. Um, I, I do know that there are actual software versions within those bundles. What are those software version numbers? You'd be able to find uh, the version on the receiver. Um, in either case, uh, you'd be able to go to the diagnostic button and find your current version. Uh, the latest version for the Starfire 3000 is going to be 2.80S, and the Starfire 6000, the latest version there is 4.40P. So as long as you're at that version or beyond it, um, you should be set to go for spring. And the reason I ask that question, sometimes people can get confused. Uh, Brent had mentioned, you, if you go into the receiver, your Starfire receiver on your display, you select your diagnostics and you look for your uh, software version, it's not going to say 20-1, 20-2. It will be an actual software version. So uh, Starfire 3000 owners, look for that 2.80S or, or newer. And then Starfire 6000 owners, it's that 4.40P. Now, the next question I've got, Brent, and I'm sure a lot of other listeners do, is what are the next steps for growers? How do they get this update? What do they need to do if they're unfamiliar with the process? Um, how can these growers move forward to make sure that they have no downtime come uh, the 2021 growing season? Yeah, very important to cover, um, as we've talked about. And we've, we've done this before, right, Tony? We, we've had uh, changes to how we receive uh, signal from our Starfire network. And in a lot of those cases before, we were able to just change a number in the receiver and get our customer up and running. Uh, in this case, that update is going to be required. So there is no workaround. Uh, the solution to this is to make sure your receiver has the update before you get to the field. So first thing to do uh, would be to, to visit StellarSupport.com. Uh, the software updates are there available for the customer to download uh, if they choose to do it that way. Um, if they have questions, uh, if there's any questions out there surrounding uh, the receiver update process, um, what's happening, what's changing, uh, you know, visit your nearest audio equipment uh, or your local John Deere dealer. Uh, talk to somebody there about it. Certainly we can get you on the right path. So if I heard you correctly, this is something that the customer can take care of themselves or if they're not comfortable or they're maybe a little confused, they can stop into their, their local dealer and they can walk them through the process. 
Yeah, there's an opportunity for our customers to to visit that StellarSupport.com website. Uh, there is a, an opportunity to download the update from there on their own uh, and update their receivers that way. Now, we've also got some machines that are enabled with JD Link. Uh, if they have all the right uh, subscriptions and hardware, those customers would actually be able to update their receiver over the air. Um, beyond that, any questions, certainly uh, stop to your nearest audio equipment or uh, whatever your local dealer is, and we can get you headed in the right direction. Yeah, and that uh, kind of wraps that up. I answered my last question. You know, is there there anyone else? Uh, where can people go? Who can they talk to 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 learn anything more about this situation? Yeah, if, if there's questions, uh, certainly talk to a product specialist. Uh, talk to your account manager. Uh, we've got a lot of the guys at the stores here educated on what's going on. So um, certainly stop in. Let us know. Well, thank you very much, Brent, for taking the time, uh, just a few minutes out of your day here to talk about the Starfire changes that are going into effect come February 1st of 2021. Uh, I know it's a, it's a, a lot of stuff to, to take in and it's stuff to make sure that we get done before the season so we don't have any downtime. So thanks for coming on the show again, Brent, and sharing this information. Yeah, thanks for having me, Tony. Uh, any way we can help to get the information out there, um, certainly willing to do it. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. If you have questions about the technology and products discussed, or have ideas about future episodes, please leave them in the comments below. You can also subscribe to RDO's YouTube channel and be in the know about each episode, or tune in on any streaming service. Thanks again for listening.